Leslie's is bringing back Pro Days. Leslie's Pro customers can take advantage of chemical early buys, liquid subscription services in selected markets, and the newly launched Relager Rewards program. Ask your local store or salesperson to learn more. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of this podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about certain chemicals that you can safely add to your skimmer and those that you don't want to add to your pool skimmer. And I'll go over some of the things that I've noticed working out in the field and adding chemicals to the pool through the skimmer and some do's and don'ts as far as adding chemicals to your pool. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So there are some that say you shouldn't add any chemicals at all to through your skimmer. For various reasons and I think that caution is there because there are certain chemicals that if you add to the skimmer you can of course do some damage to the heater parts maybe some damage to the stainless steel parts or metal parts in the filter or any kind of check valves you know the springs on a check valve could get ruined by certain chemicals but I found over the years that adding certain chemicals to the skimmer is makes the pool well makes adding chemicals a lot easier first it doesn't cloud the pool up I should say so let's say that you have a situation where your alkalinity and your pH are both low and you're trying to raise it up with some soda ash. Well, soda ash has a pH of above 10. So right right there, you know that it's not going to really do any damage to the equipment. As long as you have it running and you add it to the skimmer. The problem with adding large amounts of soda ash directly into the pool is that it clouds up the pool. And it may also stay on the bottom of the pool like a thin layer of the soda ash especially for adding like 10, 15, 20 pounds of it at a time. So ideally, adding it to the skimmer with the pool running, and that's the key, I think, when you're adding any kind of chemical to the skimmer. When I called Chemtech way back in the day when I was adding CalHypo to the skimmer, and I was getting some comments on YouTube saying that you shouldn't add CalHypo to the skimmer. So I talked at length with one of the chemists over there, and it's pretty much basically what he said. As long as the pool is running, for 8 to 10 hours, you know, maybe even 6 hours would be long enough depending on the size of the pool. But at least 8 hours when you pour it into the skimmer, have the pool running, and it should have no problem at all because it's going to, It's first of all, it's a fine powder, so it'll go through the system pretty quickly. And as long as you're running the pool, it's not going to stay in the filter for very long. So adding CalHypo directly to the skimmer is perfectly safe. Now you may say, well, what if it has, you know, an offline or online trichlor feeder? I've been adding CalHypo to the skimmer, and a lot of people do the same thing. But really no effect, even if there is an offline or inline trichlor feeder, you would have to physically take that lid off the trichlor feeder, pour the CalHypo in there for it to have any kind of effect on the trichlor tablets. You're introducing it through the skimmer, and it's going right into the filter. So that's not going to really have any effect, as long as the pool is running, and that's the key. And remember that when you're adding any kind of chemicals to the skimmer, have the pool running. Now, CalHypo has high pH also. I think it's, you know, it's well over 8. And, of course, I mentioned soda ash having high pH. Baking soda ha- also has a high pH. You can add that directly to the skimmer. And basically, what you're trying to do is add the chemical 
without clouding up the water or causing, you know, water quality issues. And when you add it to the skimmer, it seems to disperse it a lot better. Of course, if you're adding 20 pounds of soda ash, you're going to get some blowback through the return lines. Regardless if you have a D filter or a cartridge filter, it's still going to go through the return lines. But it won't be as bad as broadcasting it in there and having it settling on the bottom. And it may take a lot longer for it to dissolve in that case. But in most cases, when you add it to the skimmer, it's perfectly fine as long as the pH is high. So I'm heading to where I'm talking about chemicals that are low pH. But there are a few more high pH chemicals you can add safely to the skimmer. And one of those is 20 mealtime borax. So if you have a pool where the alkalinity is pretty much within range, let's say it's at 80 or 90, and the pH is low and you want to raise the pH, using the 20 mealtime borax is a great way to raise the pH in the pool. It has a pH of about 9. And so adding that to the skimmer is perfectly fine. It'll also prevent it clouding up the pool and causing cloudy water. So again, you're trying to reduce the effect on the water when you add it to the skimmer. You can also put Calhypo tablets in the skimmer. They have a high pH, and so a lot of the manufacturers, like Segura, will suggest putting the tablet in the skimmer so that it can dissolve over a course of a week. You can't put them really anywhere else unless you have a specific Calhypo feeder. But in the skimmer, they're perfectly safe, and it's been proven that it doesn't cause any ill effects sitting in the in the skimmer basket. And then when you turn the pool back on, yes, you're going to get a larger dose of the Calhypo going through the system, maybe for a minute, maybe less, as the system kind of turns on and takes all that Calhypo that was in the skimmer basket through the system. Not a big deal as long as the pool's running for a good amount of time. And if you have a variable speed pump, I wouldn't worry too much about the fact that it's running at a lower RPM. You just want to, again, make sure you run it for an appropriate amount of time. So if you have a variable speed pump, and you're running at, let's say, 2,300 RPMs. Well, the 8-hour thing is for a pool running at full speed. So maybe run that variable speed pump 14 hours when you're adding chemicals to it. That'll give it plenty of time to disperse. Again, the pool size is a factor. So is the filter size and the filter type, I think, in a lot of cases. Now, one chemical that you don't want to add to the skimmer is trichlor in any form, either the trichlor tablets or the granular trichlor. Now, I get this all the time. What's the difference between having a floater with a trichlor tablet tied in front of the skimmer to having a tablet sitting in the skimmer basket? I mean, isn't it the same thing? Technically, yes. Technically, no, because it's in front of the skimmer, and so it's not actually sitting in the bottom of the skimmer basket. And so it's not really in that water area where the skimmer's at. It's kind of on the outside. And if you have a weir gate, it's going to keep a lot of that out anyway. And technically, all of the uh, trichlor is being diluted by the pool water in front of the skimmer if you have it in a floater tied to your, maybe your, your skimmer lid. But having it in the basket sitting there for 10 hours, let's say your pool's off for 10 hours, and you have that tablet sitting in there, what happens is that small area of water really gets really acidic because the tablet has a pH of uh, below 4. And so that area of water gets really acidic. And so when the pool turns back on, all that acid is pulled into the system, and this could cause damage to the heat exchange, to the springs on the check valves. And I've also seen it corrode some of the stainless steel filter rods, especially the center rod and some of the filters. So it is highly corrosive because you're getting that large dose of acid going through the system for that brief amount of time, and that is what causes the damage. I don't know if you want to do an experiment and put a tablet in the skimmer and run the pool 24 hours, if that makes a difference, it probably would. 
I think it's the concentrated dose of the trichlor going in, you know, after sitting in there for eight or 10 hours going into the system. I don't think it's actually, if you have the pool running continuously, it's going to cause a problem. Kind of like having the trichlor tablet in a floater from the skimmer. Again, I'm just theorizing here. It could cause the same amount of damage because of low pH. But I think there is a big difference between having it in front of the skimmer in a floater versus having it sitting in the skimmer basket. And then you add, you know, two or three tablets into the basket versus just one. And then you're really multiplying the amount of acid getting pulled through the system when the pool turns on. And with the chlorine shortage this year, a lot of people were getting granular trichlor. You can't put that in the skimmer basket either. Basically, it'll just sit in the basket and do the same thing that the trichlor tablet will do. Maybe not as a, as a, on a high as a level as that because it may dissolve quicker. But still, if you fill up that basket with trichlor granular, it's not going to go through and be dissolved within one day in most cases. And you're going to have a lot of acid going into the system when it turns on. So trichlor definitely is not something you want to put into the skimmer. And then the question arises, well, if trichlor has such a high, um, has such a low pH, sorry, then what's the difference between putting granular cyanuric acid into the skimmer, which also is an acid? And, you know, I don't know the theory behind that. All I know is that you really can't put the granular in the pool because if you broadcast it in the pool, it could stain the surface. And so putting it in the skimmer has been what we've been doing in the industry for years. Some people tried to dilute it in the bucket before, but that's very complicated. And one thing about the granular cyanuric acid is that it could clog up your pipes. So you want to pour it into the skimmer extremely slow with the pool running. And one thing that you want to do to help get the cyanuric acid into the filter is before you pour it into the skimmer, go ahead and take out the pump basket. That way the cyanuric acid will pass right through the impeller, right through the pump basket. A lot of times the pump basket will trap a lot of the granular. It'll even cause the pool to lose its prime sometimes. I've even seen pumps overheat when someone puts too much granular cyanuric acid in the water, especially depending on the water temperature, which is a factor in how quickly it dissolves. So adding it in colder water, of course, is going to dissolve a lot slower. So you don't want to put that into the skimmer. Um, on cold days or a lot of it at once and you really probably don't need it anyway when it's cold you want to just put it in as a seasonal thing so remove the pump basket that way it goes into the filter and then you want to run your pump for 24 hours to really help that dissolve and get into the water it may take even more than that depending on the water temperature the filter type factors like that but you can safely add the granular um, cyanuric acid conditioner stabilizer into the skimmer carefully as long as you're putting it in you know, knowing that the large amounts could clog up the plumbing, it could just get really waterlogged and make like a, almost like a, um, a paste or clay and clog up the line. This happened to many of the guys in my group. I'm extremely cautious when I add any kind of, you know, uh, conditioner directly into the skimmer. I prefer the liquid pool conditioner. It comes in a gallon bottle and you can pour that directly into the pool without any adverse effects. One of the main ingredients is sodium. And so it's really not going to stain the pool. And I really like the liquid pool conditioner by Natural Chemistry. It's more expensive, of course, but it's pretty much bulletproof as far as clogging up the skimmer or causing any problems. Plus, you don't need to run your pool for 24 hours after adding it. So there's a bonus there. You can, of course, add DE to your pool, diatomaceous earth through the skimmer. That's how you're supposed to recharge the filter. Now, there's different schools of thought. I like to pour it slowly in there, just directly as a scoop. I like using the low dust cellar uh, pool DE and definitely you can mix the D in a bucket to make a slurry and pour it in there. 
but I've never really clogged up a filter or actually the, the skimmer line by pouring scoops of it directly in. You just have to kind of time it and pour one scoop in and wait for it to be dissolved and pour another one. But you can definitely put it in a bucket, make a slurry out of it. I think most manufacturers recommend doing that. But, you know, I don't really do that on a lot of occasions. It's definitely something that you want to do if you have a quad D filter. For some reason, those do better when you make a slurry versus the standard grid type D filters. But chances of clogging up your skimmer with DE are very small. Either way you do it. And definitely, I think you can also use Paralyte directly into the skimmer. Um, again, Paralyte, you probably want to do the, you know, dissolve in the bucket because it is kind of uh, powdery and dusty. And you definitely want to make sure that um, you don't get that dust all over the place. And so putting it in a bucket first is a great way to prevent that. And same with DE, it's pretty dusty. If you want to put it in the bucket, make a slurry out of it and then pour it in. That's perfectly fine. Just use like a five gallon bucket and you can uh, definitely do that safely. And make sure, of course, the pool's running for a good amount of time when you add DE also. That way it really sticks to those grids and it gets you know on there good. You don't want to add DE and then turn the pool off. In five minutes that's probably not ideal definitely want to keep the pool running so those are the chemicals that i think you can safely add to the skimmer and again you know the de soda ash borax calhypo calhypo tablets and some of the pre-mixed borate products you can also add like the bioguard optimizer boric acid you know you're kind of on the fence on that because it does have a low ph and you can add it directly into the pool i like the boric acid powder when i'm adding borates to the pool because it just kind of goes on the surface and slowly sinks to the bottom. doesn't cause any problem with the pool surface. And if you're using the boric acid granular, you can definitely put it in the five-gallon bucket, stir it up, and then pour it around the perimeter of the pool. That's perfectly fine. Again, adding the boric acid powder or granular to the skimmer may not be ideal. The BioGuard Optimizer has proprietary formula, so it can be added safely to the skimmer. And it has kind of a pH it's lower, but it's more of a neutral pH than than not. And so definitely you can add that to the skimmer. I think bottom line, if you're thinking about adding a product to the skimmer, um, look at the pH, and I think that's a good indicator of how safe it is. The higher the pH, the less effect it's going to have on the pool equipment. The lower the pH, the more effect it's going to have on the equipment. So the trichlor tablets, granular trichlor are definitely out. And if you're going to add the granular trichlor to your pool, you definitely want to broadcast it very thoroughly on a white plaster pool. I would not add granular trichlor to a fiberglass or vinyl pool or a color plaster pool because it'll sit on the bottom and it'll definitely bleach out the surface. And so you don't want to add that to those surface types. The only pool that it's really safe for is a white plaster pool and you can add the granular trichlor there really carefully not to let it pile up. It's really not a product that you should be adding to your pool unless you've kind of had some experience with it. So if you're out of chlorine, if you find that the store is out of chlorine and you can't find anything but the granular trichlor, I would say pass on that because it's only used in the industry primarily to treat black algae and only by the pool pros that know how to use it correctly because you can definitely stain you know, a white plaster pool also with the granular trichlor if you don't use it correctly. And of course, all the liquid chemicals you want to put into the pool like liquid chlorine, liquid muriatic acid you want to pour directly into the pool. You don't want to add those to the skimmer. And if you're using dry acid or sodium bisulfate, you definitely don't want to add that directly to the skimmer because it is a pH reducer, has a low pH. And so you want to get a bucket of water diluted in there and then pour it around the perimeter of the pool. I wouldn't suggest throwing the sodium bisulfate directly in the pool. 
because that could stain the surface of the pool. You definitely want to dilute it, mix it in a bucket, let it kind of dilute for like 5 or 10 minutes, again, depending on the water temperature, and then pour it around the perimeter of the deep end of the pool, and that's how you safely add that to the pool. Again, I wouldn't put it in the skimmer because it is a pH reducer, so it is a form of acid, and none of that should be going into the skimmer because of the before-mentioned you know, problems with the check valves, heat exchanger, and maybe some filter parts or the parts that may get corroded from the low pH or from the high acid content of something that you would add to the skimmer. And last, of course, if you have a multi-cyclone device by Waterco or some of the branded versions of that, you really can't add DE to the skimmer, nor you can add the um, powder cal hypo. I've done it as an experiment. It will get sucked into the cyclone and kind of filtered out, so to speak, but it'll eventually dissolve into the water and then it'll go into the filter and into the pool. But if you do have one of those multi-cyclone devices by Waterco on the front of on top of your pump before the filter, you probably don't want to add really any chemicals into the pool, into the skimmer. I think that would be a bad idea because it's all going to be trapped inside there. Those devices are really great at keeping the dirt out. But they're also a hindrance for adding any kind of chemical into the skimmer. So if you have a D filter, you would just add the D directly into the filter or put a bypass in so you can bypass the cyclone. And I guess I guess I didn't touch on this. You can add salt directly into the pool also. It won't damage the plaster as long as you stay away from the Clorox brand salt that has an additive that could stain the plaster. All the brands of salt that I've used, you could just pour them directly into the deep end or around the perimeter of the pool. It won't have any effect on the plaster, again, except for the Clorox brand salt. It has some kind of weird declumping additive that can stain the plaster. I wouldn't advise adding salt into the skimmer because then you could really damage some parts because salt, you know, is very corrosive. So that goes directly in the pool like the other chemicals and not in the skimmer. And if you're looking for other podcasts I recorded about chemicals and various aspects of them, go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you down to a, to the a drop-down menu of all the podcasts I recorded. And then you can listen to uh, past episodes at your leisure. And if you're in the industry and want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.